Hey guys, I hope y'all are doing well. My name is Kendra Shanae, and today I wanted to come and encourage you all and speak about revenge, okay? So I want to encourage and remind you all not to take any circumstances or situations that you deem as wrong, into your own hands, okay? Do not try to take things into your own hands and respond in a way that you see fitting to wrong that has been done to you, okay? Be very mindful of your responses, to people, situations, circumstances, because your response can lead to consequences. You don't want to bring negative consequences upon yourself because you decided to respond to wrong done to you. The Lord wants you instead to remember that nothing good is in your flesh, okay? He doesn't want you responding in your flesh to in particular situations. He doesn't want you to Take anything into your own hands and respond in the natural. But he wants you to remember that you can take wrongful situations to him. You can cast your cares on him. You can pray about that which has been done wrong to you. You can pray about that which is burdening you. You can pray about those that have mistreated you in any way. You can pray about those that have stolen from you, misjudged you, misperceived you lied on you, etc. The Lord wants you to pray about wrong done to you. He does not want you to take anything into your own hands because you seeking revenge in any way has a chance of coming back upon you because It's a principle of reaping and sowing. Okay? God is a God of principle. He sticks with his word. And he says in his word that we reap what we sow. It's true across the board, even in the expression of revenge. If you seek revenge, even if it's as simple as 
you know, clearing the air or letting it be known, quote unquote, or just expressing yourself. But there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself, but expressing yourself in such a way to bring someone else down, that is a sense of revenge. And the Lord wants you to be mindful of it all, knowing that any and all of it can and will come back upon you, even if it's not in this season, even if it's not from the same person or in the same in particular situation or circumstance. God remembers his word and he sticks to it. Okay? God watches over his word to perform it. All of it. Even his word that says we reap what we sow. Okay? Which may, you know, that can be a hard pill to swallow, especially when you know someone has done something wrong to you. But the Lord wants to remind you that vengeance is his. Okay? It's not that you're just going to undergo mistreatment and nothing is going to be done about it. The Lord is going to fight for you. The Lord is going to defend you. The Lord is going to protect you. The Lord is going to speak on your behalf. There's just some things that's better left in his hands. Okay? He doesn't want you to put yourself in a compromising situation where you end up in trouble. Okay? He wants you to stay safe and sound in his will, knowing that he's on the job and that he misses nothing. He's aware of it all. Even the wrong and mistreatment of others. So I'm going to read Judges chapter 1, okay? Judges chapter 1, verse 4 through 7. I think this is a good example of what I'm speaking on, okay? So Judges chapter 1, verse 4, it says, When the men of Judah attacked, the Lord gave them victory over the Canaanites and parasites, and they killed 10,000 enemy warriors at the town of Bezek. While at Bezek, they encountered King Adonai Bezek and fought against him, and the Canaanites and parasites were defeated. Verse 6, Adonai Bezek escaped but the Israelites soon captured him and cut off his thumbs and toes. Verse 7. 
Adonai Bezek said, I once had 70 kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off, eating scraps from under my table. Now God has paid me back for what I did to them. They took him to Jerusalem and he died there. Okay, so the men of Judah were fighting against King Adonai Bezek. And they ended up capturing him and cutting off his thumbs and big toes. And Adonai Bezek replied and said, you know what? I once had 70 kings who I did the same thing to. I cut off their thumbs and big toes. And now God has repaid me for what I did to them. And the fact that he said I once had implies to me that it was a while ago. It wasn't as if he had cut off those 70 kings, thumbs and big toes yesterday or last month or last year. Because I feel like he, he would have made reference to the date if it was, you know, not that long ago. But he said, I once had. Which means that God remembers God remembers when wrong is done. God remembers the wrong that is done. And he knows how to turn things around. He knows how to pay people back for wrong that is done. Okay? The exact same thing that he did to others is what was done to him. The exact same thing. Which is no coincidence. Even he knew what was going on, my God. He knew it was the Lord bringing back upon him what he did in a previous season. You don't have to worry about people mistreating you. You don't have to worry about wrong that is done to you. You don't have to do a thing. You don't have to say a thing. You don't have to respond in any way. Because the Lord knows how to pay people back. The Lord knows how to take vengeance and reconcile a situation. The Lord knows how to do it. And the Lord knows how to do it in such a way that the wrong party knows it's because of their wrongdoing. The Lord knows how to pay 
a person back. He knows how to reconcile a situation in such a way that it brings the person to repentance. It makes them turn to God. It makes them acknowledge him. The Lord knows how to do that, which is another reason why it's so important for you not to take situations into your own hands. Not only does it keep you safe and out of harm's way, but it it allows the party to recognize their own wrong and it allows them to acknowledge God. as supreme, sovereign, and aware of it all. Okay? So let God have his way. Let God take care of the situation. Let God intervene and respond as he sees fit. He knows just what to do. And again, I want I, I I don't want it to seem as if revenge and vengeance should be on the forefront of your mind. The Lord wants you to release a thing. Once, you, once someone has done you wrong, when someone has mistreated you, even in the worst way, the Lord wants you to cast your cares on him. He wants you to cast your burdens on him. He wants you to commune with him regarding the situation so that he can comfort you, so that he can encourage you, so that he can counsel you regarding it. And he wants you to release it. He doesn't want you to allow it to consume you. He doesn't want you to allow it to consume your mind, your thoughts, your meditations. He doesn't want you to allow it to consume your heart. He wants you to stay pure at heart. Okay, the Lord wants you to release that which has been done wrong to you. And he wants you to release it unto him, knowing that he'll take care of it. Maybe not when you think he should. Maybe not in a way that you see him take care of it. But know that he will, okay? Because he's a man of his word. Vengeance is his. He protects those that are his. He protects those that run to him. Okay. Run to him. He'll protect you and defend you and fight for you. He'll fight on your behalf. And make it right.
okay? I also want to speak from Judges chapter 15, okay? We have another example of this within this chapter. So within this chapter, Samson, Samson sought revenge on the Philistines who had taken his wife and given her to his best man. Samson had a good reason to be upset. He had a good reason to be disheartened. He had a good reason to want to seek revenge. Okay? He essentially lost his wife to no fault of his own. And lost her to his best man. How hurtful. But it was his response that led to his downfall. It was his response to the situation that led to him getting himself in trouble. I really do believe that if Samson would have responded in a different way, that the situation may have turned out differently for him. If Samson would have went to the Lord regarding the situation, maybe possibly his the Lord would have had them deliver his wife back unto him. The Lord would have led Samson to um, get victory over them in a different way, you know, with with him fighting for him or with him but Samson took things into his own hands and responded in a way that he saw fit to the situation Samson said in verse 7 because you did this Samson vowed I won't rest until I take my revenge on you. You taking revenge into your own hands. Removes rest from you. It. Takes your peace away. Because. There is a way we can stay in peace even when being wronged. When we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and remember that he's not only able to fight for us, but he's willing it gives us a sense of peace. It allows us to rest in the midst of 
unfair, wrong situations. Okay, so we can rest in difficult times, but when we vow and are dedicated to taking revenge into our own hands, it removes the rest of the Lord that we could have. Verse 8 says, after he said that he won't rest until he takes revenge on them, it says, so he attacked the Philistines with great fury and killed many of them. Then he went to live in a cave in the rock of Edom. When you take revenge into your own hands, it only leads you to a low place. Okay? Oftentimes, it makes you retreat. It makes you run and hide. It makes you feel and live low. Okay? The Lord does not want that for you. He wants you to be free and remain free so that you can continue to live the life that he's called you to, even in the midst of a difficult situation or hard times. You can continue to live and thrive and God take care of the job. You can continue to live and thrive and God respond on your behalf and take care of your enemies. So after he attacked the Philistines and killed many of them and he was living in the cave, verse 9 says, the Philistines retaliated by setting up camp in Judah and spreading out near the town of Lehi. The men of Judah asked the Philistines, why are you attacking us? The Philistines replied, we've come to capture Samson. We've come to pay him back for what he did to us. The Philistines ended up retaliating by setting up camp in Judah and spreading out near the town of Lehi. So they were attacking and interfering in the lives of many. Others were negatively affected because the Philistines retaliated. They had no idea what was going on. They had nothing to do with the situation. Oftentimes when you try to respond on your own, you end up attacking the wrong people. You end up attacking associated persons to the situation that have nothing to do with it, that are blindsided, completely caught off guard, yet are negatively affected. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where you are retaliating against the wrong people. 
And sometimes retaliation, when you are, you know, in the mode and you're wanting to get revenge, you can get caught up where you don't care who gets it. You just want to make sure somebody feels your pain. And that's a dangerous place to be. Okay? You don't want to hurt others wrongfully because you're hurt. You don't want others to get damaged and crossfire. You don't want innocent bystanders to be affected by your response and the revenge you're trying to release. And also, remember it the other way around. The Philistines are responding to Samson's revenge. Sometimes when you take revenge on a person because of what they've done to you, sometimes they'll turn around and try to get revenge on you and everyone around you. And you don't want to be in that situation either. Okay? Taking things into your own hands is simply problematic. Which is why the Lord does not want us to do it. Okay? So... The Philistines were attacking the men of Judah, caught them off guard, blindsided them. They had no idea what was going on. The Philistines explained why they were doing it. They said they were coming to capture Samson. And verse 11, it says, so 3,000 men of Judah went down to get Samson out the cave in the rock of Edom. They said to Samson, don't you realize the Philistines rule over us? What are you doing to us? But Samson replied, I only did to them what they did to me. The people of Judah were like, what are you doing, Samson? You know that they're stronger than us. You know you've put us in a compromising situation. You know that you've brought trouble upon us. Why did you do this? And Samson replied, I only did what they did to me. The Lord does not want you doing what others have done to you and think that it's okay. Because you responding in that way, you trying to get revenge on someone by doing what they have done to you will not just negatively affect you. It will negatively affect those around you. There's diverse consequences and effects of you retaliating. And trying to get revenge on someone. Okay? Leave it to the Lord. Cast your cares on Him. 
Let him fight for you and stay safe and know that you don't have to do what they did to you, to them. The Lord knows how to bring it back around so that the same thing they did to you will come upon them. We saw that in Judges chapter 1, verse 4 through 7, with King Adonai Bezek. The Lord knows how to do that. Revenge comes to those that seek it. Samson was seeking revenge because of the wrong done to him. And it ended up coming back upon him. The Philistines Philistines responded in trying to get revenge. You don't want there to be this cycle of, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to respond and get you back for this. And it's ever never ending. Because Samson did live a life of constant battles that were due to him trying to get revenge. And it did lead to his downfall. Even his death, his last blow was him trying to get revenge for them removing his eyes. He was willing to die to get revenge for what the people had done to him. The Lord wants you to release any and every wrongful situation against you. He doesn't want you to hold anything against anyone. He doesn't want you to harbor any ill feelings in your heart. He doesn't want you to meditate on any ill feelings within. Because he knows as you do, it may lead you to a place where you're willing to lose it all. You're willing to die in order to get a person back. The more you focus on a thing, the more it, the greater it becomes in your eyes. Which is why the Lord wants you to release it unto him so you can be and remain free. And live the life that he's called you to live. He wants you to live a life of victory. Samson was a mighty warrior. The Lord was on his side. He was born to win. He was given great supernatural strength. The Lord wanted him to live and operate in that. But instead, he was willing to Let revenge put him in compromising situations 
and put others in compromising situations. And ultimately lead to his death. Simply be reminded and be encouraged that vengeance is the Lord. And he will fight for you. He will pay back those that have mistreated you. He will bring them low and cause them to die to themselves. He will humble a person. And he knows how to do it in such a way that it's the exact same thing that they did to someone else. However, the Lord sees fit to fight on your behalf and respond for you. Know that that is what's best. Because the end goal is not to destroy those that have hurt you necessarily. But it's for them to recognize they're wrong. It's for them to be humbled and to turn back to God or to turn to God for the first time. It's for them to recognize where they are, who God is, and to acknowledge him as king. Supreme, sovereign. The one aware of it all. The one that's just and fair. And knows how to reconcile a situation and make everything right. That's what the Lord wants your enemies to realize. Okay? And that's what his vengeance will allow them to do. So, be free. Stay free. And let the Lord fight for you. And I'm not, I do not want to negate or downplay or, you know, not be sensitive to any situation because some situations are extremely difficult, very hard and require great self-discipline in order not to respond in a way that you would like. Samson had a good reason to respond the way he did. The loss he encountered was tough, difficult, very hurtful. It would have required great self-restraint, really relying on the strength and power of God not to respond to them in revenge. So 
if you're experiencing a tough, hard, difficult, hurtful situation, we don't want to negate that. And I pray that you're comforted and consoled in such a way that your heart is soothed, your emotions are soothed, and you are encouraged and hopeful in spite of any negative situation you have experienced. I pray that you encounter and are engulfed in the love of God. And I pray that you have peace regarding the situation and it all. And I pray that you are constantly reminded of the truth that God is with you and for you and fighting on your behalf so that you can rest in that. Okay? Exercise your strength in the Lord. Any self-control, self-discipline, self-restraint that is necessary so that you don't respond in your flesh and take things into your own hands and inevitably bring trouble upon yourself. But respond in the spirit. Pray and let the Lord fight your battle. And know that he'll lead you to victory and good success. Okay? So, I also want to share that some people can't respond the way that they want. Like, some of you can't afford to respond the way that you want to in particular situations or wrong done to you. You simply can't afford it. You're, you're already in a position where your wrong response would be very, very costly. For instance, you may have already been warned regarding this. Maybe you've taken things into your own hands before in the past. um, And you've been warned regarding this. And now you see yourself in a similar situation again. um, And you want to respond in anger or, you know, just express yourself. But I really feel like God is giving a warning that you can't afford to put yourself in a compromising situation where trouble could come upon you. Be very mindful of your responses and don't let anyone take you to a low place. Okay, give it to God and let him fight for you.
Know that your response, you expressing yourself in a way that you see fit or would like is not worth it. But you giving it to God and letting him fight for you. will accomplish everything that you truly desire, okay? It'll allow you to remain at peace. It'll allow the other party to see their wrong and be led to repentance. It'll allow the justice of God to come forth and his vengeance. To come to pass. Okay. Exodus 14 and 14 says. The King James Bible. It says the Lord shall fight for you. And ye shall hold your peace. Okay. The Lord wants to fight for you. And he wants you to hold your peace. Mm. The. NIV version says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Okay? The Lord wants to fight for you. And he wants you only to be still. He doesn't want you reacting and responding in any in particular way that you see fit but he's encouraging you to be still and to know that he's god okay the in the esv version english standard version it says the lord will fight for you you have only to be silent okay you don't have to say a word in this situation but god will speak on your behalf he will talk for you, literally. You don't have to say a word. And then the NLT version, the New Living Translation, it says, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just, just stay calm. God is saying he will fight for you. You just have to stay calm. Okay, the Lord wants you to hold your peace. He wants you to be still. He wants you to be silent and he wants you to be calm. Okay, he himself will fight for you. He himself will respond for you. He himself will make sure that vengeance comes to pass he'll do it you just hold your peace you just be still you just be silent you just be calm okay vengeance is his he's on the job he's aware And he's not going to let someone get over on you. 
He's not going to let someone get over on his child. Run to him and rest. Release it all. And be and remain at peace with a pure heart. And continue living the life that God has called you to. Okay? Remember, revenge comes to those that seek it. Don't seek revenge of any sort. But be and remain with God. Cast your cares on him. Let him fight for you. And continue living the life that he's called you to. And be led to victory and good success and life more abundantly. That he still has in store for you. When you go to him instead of trying to take things into your own control, I even believe that he'll help you recover that which was stolen from you, etc. And he'll do it in such a way that it's harmless. It's easy. Because he'll be doing it for you and with you. All right. So, if you enjoy daily encouragement from the heart of God, feel free to subscribe to this channel. And until next time, remember that revenge comes to those that seek it. Okay? So don't take any circumstances or situations into your own hands. Release it. Let it go. Don't suffer consequences that will come from your response. Let it go. And know that there are some things better left in the hands of God. Okay? Because he knows how to repay. He knows how to get revenge. He knows how to respond. You simply fight in the spirit and pray. Release anything you've been holding on to and be free. If you stay upright, God has a way of fighting for you and giving you strength and leading you into the exact thing you need and desire. Okay? He knows how to lead you to victory and good success. So I want to encourage you all to reflect on today's message and take any questions, comments, concerns, anything that comes to your heart to the Lord and let him minister to you personally regarding it just so y'all can commune together about the message and also so you can know any way that he personally wants you to respond to it so that you can do it. 
And I also want to go ahead and pray into today's message. Okay, so God, I just thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much for your wisdom, knowledge, insight, understanding. Thank you for your fresh revelation, God. Thank you for your reminder that vengeance is yours. Thank you for reminding us of the importance of releasing things unto you, God. I pray that you help us to release any wrong done to us to you, Lord. And I thank you that you will take care of the situation. You will rectify the the circumstance. You will make things right, God. I thank you for being a God of justice. I thank you for being um, a God of reconciliation and for knowing how to balance the scales, Lord. I thank you for knowing just what to do and when to do it. Thank you for being our judge. Thank you for being our defender. Thank you for being our protector, God. Thank you for fighting on our behalf, Lord. Thank you for giving us the peace and rest and assurance we get in knowing that you are on our side. Thank you that we don't have to take things into our own hands and make things right on our own. But thank you for doing all those things for us, God. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your rest. Thank you for all that you are, God. And I just pray that you help us to be with you and in you in any tough situation, Lord. I pray that you comfort us. I pray that you console us. I pray that you counsel us through any tough situation, Lord. And I pray you console our hearts, mind, and emotions, Lord. And you keep us from responding in our flesh, God. But help us to remain in your Holy Spirit and to follow his leading in it all. Thank you for leading us forward into victory, into good success, into life more abundantly, and the blessings and even recoveries that you have for us ahead. We come to you. And we ask you for help, God. Fight for us. According to Exodus 14, 14. And help us to hold our peace. Be still. Be silent. And remain calm. And to never seek revenge. God, I thank you for gracing us to do all these things. And we trust you to be aware and to take care of any wrong that has been done. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, it is so and so it is. God is on the job. You do not have to Respond on your own. 
You don't have to take anything into your own hands. But God will take care of it all. And he'll do it in such a way that justice is served. And all people, all parties are led to him. So guys, I also wanted to extend an invitation of salvation to anyone that may need it. If you have not yet confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've not committed your life to him yet, I want to encourage you to make today that day. All you have to do is pray in alignment with Romans 10 and 9. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. You can come into agreement with me and it will be so you will be saved. You will be in committed relationship with God, the Father, through his son, Christ Jesus. You will be in the kingdom of God and in the family forever. If that's something you're interested in, go ahead and pray along with me or simply come into agreement and it'll be so. So God, thank you. Thank you for raising Jesus from the dead. I believe Jesus is Lord, and I ask you to make him Lord of my life. I pray that you keep me in close relationship with you forevermore, and you continue to lead me in the way that you want me to go. I thank you for saving my soul, and I thank you for everything else that you have in store for me. Above all else, thank you. For making a way for me to be in relationship with you. And for making Jesus Lord of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. So if you came into agreement with that prayer. Which is in alignment with Romans 10 and 9. Then it is so. You are saved. You are in the family. You are in the kingdom of God. And you've been made new in Christ. You are a new creation. His Holy Spirit dwells within you. And he desires for you to stay in close relationship with him forevermore. Okay? So tend to your relationship with God. Read the word. Pray. And just enjoy life with him. And know that he'll be with you always. Okay? There's no need to look back, turn back, or operate in any old ways. But your new life in him will be worth it. And you'll see that it was the best decision you ever made. All right. So until next time, be encouraged. And know that revenge comes to those that seek it. So don't seek revenge, but seek the Father and let him fight for you. Okay.